To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Thanks for your time here on Financially Fit with Kyle and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. What's going on, bud? How you doing? Doing pretty well. Just uh, chasing my little one around now that she's <laughs> walking. Yep. Uh, Mobile. It's been pretty fun, though. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And uh, so, you're, yeah, you were telling me just before we started, you're working, getting your, getting a little closer to your pool uh, as being done yeah, as well, or getting started. Quite, as well, quite, so. It's been quite the process with the city on that. So <laughs> yes, they're always fun with that stuff, isn't it? Did you get any COVID delays? We we're trying to replace our yeah, deck. That's and, kind of what we've yeah. had about a four. They kind of been shut down, so yep. it's kind of hard to get stuff projects, you know, passed through the city yep. approval. And, I'm with you. Why same not? thing here. Trying to replace a deck, same exact deck, same size and everything, but they want to come out and do an evaluation and then say it was a couple of weeks behind due to COVID. And it's like, you can't just pull it up on your Google map. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> but, you know, they want what they want, I suppose. But I'm, hopefully you guys will get your pool for too much longer. Well, we got a good show lined up, folks. We're going to talk a little bit today about some classic rookie mistakes here on the program. So if you, you know, for most of us, we're only going to retire once. You know, somebody like Kyle, who does this every day for folks and plans lots of retirements, you can kind of see some of these pitfalls coming ahead of time, and they have a bit of information and data they can work off of. But for a lot of us, we just don't really think about these things. So I've got four or five of these classic pre-retiree mistakes uh, as you're getting into, let's say, 50-plus range and some stuff to look out for. So I'll let Kyle enlighten us a bit. I myself, Kyle, I'll be 49 this year, so I'm getting close to hitting that pre-retiree mark. And I have started thinking about how I invest, uh, you know, from a risk standpoint at this age versus, let's say, even just 10 years ago. And that's kind of number one on my list is starting to think about the fact that, you know, you're, you don't maybe don't want to have as much out there at risk as you age. We talk about that all the time. Yep. You know, identifying your own risk profile I think a lot of people just fall into the trap of this like traditional way of doing things mm -hmm. where it's like, Hey, I'm young. I'm going to be aggressive or now I'm getting close to retirement. Do I, I need to be more conservative. Correct. And the idea is, you know, it, it could all come down to like, what are we, what's going on in the economy and the markets, you know, that's, you know, what, what does your money need to do for you? You know, when you retire and kind of what we found to be kind of the most successful, let's say do it yourself to implement is to really break up your money you know, into buckets and invest the money based upon like the time horizon of, you know, maybe when you're going to be accessing the money or, or like, you know, when you're going to be accessing it for income. And that way you don't kind of have your whole investment portfolio, you know, being conservative or, or aggressive or whatever it comes down to. I just personally, like when we look at the rules of investing and buy, you know, buy low and selling high and all that other fun stuff, you know, we, we have to stay away from those traditional ways of investing and just say, hey, just because I'm getting close to retirement doesn't that mean I mean, need to be more conservative. And at the end of the day, it's, it's kind of a yes and a, and a no answer um, because you don't really know how your risk applies to your money and how it applies to your overall, overall financial plan. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. And, and so we'll kind of we'll circle back around on this one as well on one of our other items on this list to kind of readdress that scenario there a little bit more. Uh, Social Security. So, Kyle, my brother turned 62 last month and, you know, he was, we were talking the other day and he was like, well, I guess I could just go turn Social Security on since I qualify for it now. He's like, I'm a senior citizen, which kind of sucks, but <laughs> he, was, he was bummed out about turning 62. But 
I, we were as we were talking, I got the impression that he really didn't think about it as part of his you know retirement plan and strategy. It was just like, well, I can turn it on. I guess I might as well should. And a lot of people kind of do that. They tend to think, well, since it's there, I should just go do it without really incorporating it into an overall plan. Correct. And that kind of falls back onto the lack of holistic planning. Uh, again, falling back further on the traditional retirement planning, most people just have a stack of statements in their diversified portfolio. And then the social security question comes up and it's kind of like, hey, I'm this age and it says I can take it, you know, I might as well take it and not touch my investments or do whatever. And, you know, doing that without a plan or a strategy, you know, that could be like the single greatest risk factor facing the longevity of your portfolio. Because one, we don't know how long we're going to live. Nobody knows that. And we don't know what the stock markets are going to do. But just kind of winging it on the social security check, you know, that that's tax preferenced income. Most people don't understand that that's taxed differently than maybe like a distribution out of your IRA. And you kind of want to coordinate this all together, especially if you're a a married couple, Um, you know, that social security check upon death is that's going to be really important because one of those is going to go away. So I would highly recommend, you know, not doing that without a plan, making sure you have a kind of like a plan in place to kind of optimize it. You know, I always tell people this just because you wait till 70 doesn't mean you're maximizing your benefit. Right. Very, very much true. And so, yeah, and a lot of times people do kind of think about it as a separate entity and it really needs to be part of that complete planning process. Now, another place where we all think about stuff, but we tend to only do this annually, and this is why, again, it's a kind of a classic rookie mistake, is tax prep. I mean, I don't know if you're like most people or me. Oh, it's April 1st. I should start thinking about taxes that's due in like 14 days versus tax planning as a pre-retiree or retiree. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. So thinking about this all year long and doing things proactively versus the history aspect, which is what tax prep is. Yeah, tax prep versus tax planning. You know, I think the myth out there is like tax planning is for the rich and the wealthy. Um, I would uh, actually disagree. Uh, Tax planning for baby boomers, you know, in this kind of what's going on right now is very, it can bring a lot of value to your situation, especially what we call looking, you know, forward tax planning. And, you know, with what's going on right now, baby boomers are really retiring right now and they have no tax efficient plan. And they're kind of going about it, um, hammering it down again, the traditional way of retirement. So, you know, basically tax planning is going to, you know, assess your situation, not so much now, but also in the future. And how do you kind of pay these retirement taxes in a, in a low tax bracket? So this could be anything from reviewing a tax return. And here's a kind of a story of, hey, I'm going to review my tax return. I'm in a 12% bracket. I have another $26,000 I can still make this year. You know, a tax planning scenario would be you would do maybe like a Roth conversion of some type to fill up that 12% bracket. So that's kind of just an example of what tax planning is versus tax preparation. Okay. All right. And and again, it's something that if you're incorporating this into the plan, if you're working on this, and I think that's a good point how you said that, you know, it's not just for the wealthy. It's something that we all want to kind of think about and do and work with an advisor and a team who can kind of help us do this throughout the year. It's going to help us save a little bit more. And again, like I said, it's not what you make, it's what you keep, especially when you get into retirement. Number four, assuming that most of our healthcare needs are covered by Medicare. It's a good system, Kyle, but it doesn't do everything. And there definitely are some pitfalls, I suppose. Yeah, some of these pitfalls could just be not really understanding, you know, which Medicare route to go. So we have what's called the original Medicare versus kind of the uh, Medicare Advantage. So like the original Medicare is really the only part of this that's actually mandatory is Part A, which is free as long as you have your credits. And that's basically going to cover your hospital 
ex expenses up to the first couple hundred, sorry, the first hundred days. But really over that, we have the decision on which direction we're going to go with Medicare B. So that's going to be kind of your 80-20 out there. And out-of-pocket could be if you don't have a Medicare supplement in place to kind of cover that 20%, you could be on the hook. You know, then they have the kind of the Medicare advantage, which I'm not going to dive into the weeds here. But really, there's going to be, it's not so much you're looking at the premiums per year of comparing the cost. It's going to be kind of what are your out-of-pocket expenses plus your premiums going to be. And I think on average, someone over the age of 65, depending on their uh, prescription uh, drug plan, it was, I think they were paying between maybe six to $8,000 in premium and out-of-pocket expenses. But again, this is going to vary depending on your situation. And this does not include any type of skilled care or long-term care um, that could come up down the road. All right. And also what confuses people too, Kyle, when you think about this is Medicare versus Medicaid. A lot of times, because long-term care is one thing where it's oh, Medicare is woefully lacking. And sometimes people confuse the two and they say, well, Medicare will kick in if you have to go into a home or something. But that's really only the case also when you've basically been bottomed out, when you're Correct. down to very, virtually nothing. Yeah. I mean, Medicare will cover some of it, but I believe it's only like the first hundred days or so. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So you want to make sure that you're having those conversations about long-term care planning. Not fun. We realize that, but it's certainly important to do that ahead of time and start taking some steps because while Medicare will do a lot, uh, there are definitely some places where it lacks a little bit. And then to kind of circle back around, as I mentioned before, Number five is is just pushing for additional risk to make up for what you feel is lost time. You know, a lot of times, Kyle, when we get to the pre-retiree stage, we'll just call it 50 and above, you kind of have this perfect storm of things happening that can already help you sort of make up for lost time that may not require you to push for additional risk. And a lot of people tend to do that. They feel like they're behind the eight ball because you figure you're probably making the most you've ever made when you're, you know, around that time frame and you're, you know, 50 or so. Uh, your kids are hopefully completely off the payroll at that point no more college and so on and so forth, uh, you know, and those types of things. And then there's also catch-up provisions within if you're contributing to a 401k, IRA, so on and so forth, to add extra money to the pot as well. So there's three things already working for you, but you want to make sure that you're not taking too much risk with your portfolio and then jeopardizing all that. Yeah, I had an interesting uh, conversation with actually someone I've never met. Um, he kind of was explaining his scenario with me and, you know, he was like, yeah, I'm an aggressive investor um, and we're only going to need required minimum distributions from our investment accounts. So that type of situation is, you know, they've saved, 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 accumulated, accumulated, and they, and they were actually in a, you know, a situation where they weren't relying heavily on their investments for income, where maybe they could take on that additional risk inside the retirement accounts because they weren't trying to make up for lost time. And what I've actually seen is... <laughs> Just kind of sitting down with people and looking at their scenarios, typically the people that are more on the aggressive side don't need that type of risk in their retirement plan. They typically have like, you know, double or triple the amount of risk that they really need for their plan and their goals to be met. On the other side, is we have the people that are ultra conservative and they're the ones that actually need to be taking on the risk for their goals and plans to you know, work within their retirement. Mm -hmm. And I think there's just a, a really a lack of education out there. And because it, it's, it's kind of a fear factor, there's just a lot of stuff going on right now. People are scared to kind of make decisions sure. because of the, there's a lot of misleading information out there. Right. And I would just never, you know, it's not like, you know, in your retirement, you don't want to take on additional risk just to get rich quick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and what's the thing too, you know, I mean, if you've already won the game, why keep playing? Right. So sometimes people feel like they, 
that's fine if you know you've won the game. I can hear folks kind of you know kicking back at me on that. But what if you don't know because you haven't taken the time to find out? So many people wind up getting a plan or going in to see about getting a plan and are surprisingly shocked that they're in better shape than they thought. And so a lot of times it just, you know, it comes down to really finding out truly what you have and what you need to set yourself up to get not only to retirement, but through it. So those are some classic rookie mistakes. Uh, If you feel as though you might be, you know, heading into one of those or want to avoid those and you're not yet working with a financial professional like Kyle, give him a call at 913-257-3991. That's 913-257-3991. Do us a favor, go to mocanfinancial.com, M-O-K-A-N, mocanfinancial.com. And you can check out Kyle and the team there. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources. You can also subscribe to the podcast, Financially Fit. You'll see that on the website. We would certainly appreciate that as what, on whatever app you're using, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever the case might be. And while you're there, you can submit an email question to the show. And we are going to take one real quick right now before we wrap up the program this week. Uh, let's see what Mick's got for you. He says, Kyle, with so much market uncertainty recently, is it a good time to be looking at bonds? That really depends on your overall plan. Um, you know, the, the bonds market right now. So think about it like this is the bonds are a teeter totter, you know, the way your bonds increase in values if interest rates go down and we're kind of sitting on record low interest rates. Um, typically, you know, from that last fed drop would have been a kind of a good time to maybe lock in, um, some of those, uh, those bond profits. You know, one thing that kind of does exist out there is, you know, the fixed rates. If you're looking for, you know, the, that, security. There's just a lot of really great options out there. Um, maybe not, maybe what we call like a bond alternative where I would also tell people to look at considering something on the insurance side. Um, but again, that's not a, a terrible option with the kind of the rocky roads that are going on right on right now, as long as it's kind of like a, a temporary um, decision to kind of go that route. Okay. All right. So Mick, thank you so much for the question. You like anything when it comes to any particular vehicle, always check with a qualified professional before you take any action based off of what you hear on this show or any other. And again, if you want to, you can reach out to Kyle at 913-257-3991. And that's going to do it this week for us on Financially Fit. We try to keep these short and sweet little bite-sized nuggets of information you can digest. So again, if you've got some questions about this week's topic or you need some help, you know what to do. Reach out, hit the subscribe button on whatever app you choose just by simply searching Financially Fit in that app or going to mocanfinancial.com. Kyle, my friend, have a great week and um, good luck with your exercise keeping up with that little one. Thank you. We'll see you next time here on the program. This has been Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.